Good morning, Nova Nation. Happy Friday, and welcome to the Morning Roar. Here's what is coming up over the next hour. It's taking college campuses by storm. Chat GPT. We discuss the merits of artificial intelligence in the classroom. A wonderful student organization here at Villanova is the Mock Trial Team. The president and vice president, Patrick Riss and Erica Marchianti, stop by to talk about their upcoming regional tournament at 8.30. In our Twitter poll question of the day, we ask you, what's skill would you want as your superpower plus you do not want to miss the entire cruise rendition of the eagles fight song at about 8:45 this morning also the morning roar is being broadcasted on wxvu's youtube channel at wxvu hi everybody i'm david chapansky good morning everybody i'm dominic roschetti Good morning, I'm Chris Kokinos. And good morning, I'm Allison Bayada. I'm bringing you your first Morning Roar news update today. So, a man was convicted of shooting and killing his ex-wife during a scheduled custody exchange inside a Radnor Township Wawa nearly four years ago. 37-year-old Brian Kennedy was found guilty of first-degree murder Thursday. In March 2019, Kennedy walked into the Wawa on Sugarton Road and used a semi-automatic rifle to kill his 37-year-old ex-wife, Stephanie Miller, while others were inside. A spokesperson for the Delaware County District Attorney's Office said they were unsure of when sentencing would take place, but that Kennedy would receive a mandatory life in prison without parole. And if you're having an already not-so-good start to your Friday, sorry, but this probably won't help. On Tuesday, the Doomsday Clock, used to illustrate how close humanity is to annihilation, was advanced by 10 seconds to its closest position to apocalypse since it was first started in 1947. It now stands at 90 seconds to midnight, due largely but not exclusively to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the increased risk of nuclear escalation. It had been at 100 seconds to midnight since 2020. The new clock time was also influenced by the, quote, continued climate crisis and the breakdown of global norms and institutions needed to mitigate risks associated with biological threats such as COVID. That is our first Morning Roar News update. Back to you, Chris. Thank you, Allison. And now it's time for AI in the Classroom. You heard David mention it earlier, but ChatGPT, which was released in November by the artificial intelligence lab OpenAI, is a chatbot that generates eerily articulate and nuanced text in response to short prompts with people using to write it love letters, poetry, fan fiction, and their schoolwork. One Wharton professor recently fed the chatbot the final exam questions for a core MBA course and found that despite some surprising math errors, he would have given it a B or a B- in the class. Some public school systems, including in New York City and Seattle, have since banned the tool on school Wi-Fi networks and devices to prevent cheating, although students can easily find workarounds to access ChatGPT. On TikTok, the hashtag... Hashtag ChatGPT has more than 578 million views, with people sharing videos of the tool, writing papers, and solving coding problems. One video shows a student copying a multiple choice exam and passing it into the tool with the caption saying, I don't know about y'all, but I'm just, but I'ma just have ChatGPT take my finals. Have fun studying. So guys, here's my question. Have you tried it? And are any of your professors taking a stance? Do we think it has merit in the classroom? And is it any different from resources like Chegg and Quizlet? David, we'll go to you. Well, I've not tried it, but I have seen the TikTok video, so I'm not surprised that the uh, the hashtag is uh, 578 million views. Uh, but I know that a couple of my professors have talked about it uh, and are basically kind of banning or kind of taking away uh, like take-home papers and, you know, in-person papers being, you know, in class being more of an importance. Uh, so I think that that's kind of what we're seeing happen in the in the classroom and in the academic setting. I didn't think it was going to get that extreme. Like, I had a lot of professors. Same here. I was really yep. surprised. Yeah. Like, they were just saying, like, hey, you know, watch out, be careful, like, don't use this. Like, we know it's not your writing. I did not expect them to start getting rid of, like, take-home papers and giving it less weight. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Yeah, here. I had a professor put it in the syllabus and she kind of went on a little tirade and she was like, don't use it. That would, you know, I'm not outsourcing my work to grade your papers. <laughs> I'll know if it's not you. But I do think it's hilarious that it does pass a business course. Oh, yeah. That, I think that's pretty that funny. That adds up, definitely. I've tried it. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> like, it'll write, like, it's like you can do whatever you want. Like, you'd be like, 
write Star Wars, but have it set in like Iowa. Like you can do that. It's crazy. So what have you used it for? That, that exactly that. <laughs> well, you can like whatever concept you think of, it'll write like a page. It's cool. It's really cool. But yeah, I had. I mean, I'm an English class. And my teacher was like, "Don't use it." It's like weird. But I don't. I don't think. I think if you use it, it does still kind of sound very robotic. It does. Yeah. yeah. So I think you'd be able to tell. Yeah. Ease. No. no. I've heard what people are doing is using it to have it like write the paper, and then they write their own paper based on yeah. what ChatGPT says. You could definitely says. do that. Yeah, based on like ideas it gives you. Yeah. As but Chris and I crazy, go yeah. dumb. No, I was just, it's crazy that teachers know about it that fast. I, I know, like. right? And they I don't know when like it started, to thing. be honest. But I guess like a month ago was when I first kind of heard about it. Yeah, was that same. Late? Was that late or everybody was a month ago? Yeah, no, was, same. Like, just a That's month like ago. when it was invented. That's like when it came yeah, out. Yeah, really? no. The uh, fact that Villanova is on top yeah, of Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are, teachers now, know that fast. That's crazy. I mean, teachers just found out about TikTok like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's like their favorite joke. I don't know if you guys like yeah. every teacher. Oh, my God. Like, I can't get off of TikTok. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge problem. I mean, Chris and I were talking about it, too, before the show, was that it's insane that in 2023 that this is like the first time that something like this has yeah. happened, as, at least yeah. to my intelligence. Maybe you guys uh, might know something nah. before this. But, like, it's kind of insane that in 2023 this is like the first time that something like this has, has come up and happened in I guess an academic setting yeah next this is gonna be in like a robot though that like can move like and they're just gonna answer questions like it's starting to get scary now yeah as you know the lowly political science major <laughs> I am very afraid of AI because I don't think I completely understand it and all I've seen are the robot movies where they take over humanity but my computer science and computer engineering roommates are like don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> we got it's, this. It's, we got this. We'll, we'll shut them down. That's how they all start. No, they, they always like. That's how they all start. Chris, we'll just shut them down. I'm like, I don't think you guys are good yeah, enough no, for they that. Can't. No, definitely they can't not. Take over. Definitely not. Uh, but is it different from resources like Chegg and Quizlet? Should this be considered a legitimate source in the classroom? Well, I'm pretty sure all it does is it will like scour the internet and yep. then put something together. So it's just dependent on whether the information online is on the topic that you're searching about is reliable. It could still very well give you incorrect information. Yeah, true. It kind of seems like what Wikipedia was. I mean, Wikipedia is yeah. my number one source for 12 years. Oh, yeah. I mean... But the people on Wikipedia, like, they will give you the right answer because yeah, people no. are so dedicated oh, yeah. and they change that Wikipedia quickly. They yeah. like, it's, you know, if someone Suck passes it. away, like, they have updated that oh, to, yeah. like, the death date, like, Two seconds after, you I want to know. Insane. I want to know who changes stuff on Wikipedia. Oh, I want to meet that they guy. Get so upset because <laughs> like, back guy. in high school, we used to mess around and change things on Wikipedia yeah. to like they won't have it. No, they'll they, get they you they and they'll ban you. A second. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had like Absolutely. twenty accounts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were. Chris on was top of dedicated stuff. in high school. We were incredibly <laughs> dedicated. We wanted one thing to get through, and it never did. All right, Dom, what is our Twitter poll question of the day? Yeah, so our Twitter poll question of the day, make sure to follow us on Twitter at WXVU, is which superpower would you like to have? Our options we gave were mind reading, teleportation, flying, and then if you want to reveal yourself, you can say you already have one. I opted to put a different answer, and I put invisibility because that is the best superpower. I don't need to fly. I have airplanes. My rating is creepy, and teleportation, I can drive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I always, I always said it's so invisibility, what are you doing and people thought I was stealing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like invisibility would come in handy the, the most. I mean. I feel like mind reading would come in handy the most. Mind reading would be extremely would you wonder, scary. Though. Yeah. Like, do I you want to like know always, what people are really thinking about you? Yeah. I, I don't. I got a point. Got a point. I don't. Hmm, I'd I like, probably go with flying. I feel like that's cool. Okay. I don't know. I like teleportation. I really do. I think that because you, you can go like anywhere in time. You know what I mean? And see anything. That's also oh. t you can also move in time with teleportation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't realize. That. I didn't realize I that, that either. I thought it was travel. just space. Yeah. Yeah. Allison, which one are you going with? I guess I'll pick teleportation, but. If it, it's not on the list, but if it were shape shifting, I think would be my pick. Oh, that's such I think that's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's better than invisibility. Do you guys no, know that question where it's like, would you rather fly at five miles per hour, or I think it's run at like twenty five? You know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I that no brings you back to those shoes in the beginning of the year that makes you, shoes? like, oh run. Remember those shoes? Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember no, those I shoes remember. where they make you run, I mean, like, yeah, eight yeah, miles per hour? That yeah. was it's like, like one of wow, you'll you look super quick when you're running out on Did campus. Did they come out, those shoes? I hope not. 
We gotta get an update on those shoes. <laughs> yeah, those for real. Definitely. The craziest things ever. Imagine somebody just gliding past you on campus. I mean, not much different from people flying by you on their electric scooters, though. <laughs> Allison, anything on the shoes? I'm searching. I'm scouring the internet. <laughs> I will get back to you on the shoes. But that right. was like a question we were asked for, like some freshman class I had it, I think it was run at like 30 miles per hour or fly at 5 and everybody said fly at 5 and I was like no you want to run at 35 miles per hour it's, it's so, so slow, slow. and I, I was like the only one that you'd disagreed. barely be moving at all think yeah. about it like why not just run at 35 yeah, yeah you'd be the fastest yeah. man alive yeah and Olympian. people were like no but if you could fly you'd be an anomaly but yeah I'm like yeah 5 miles per hour you're not getting anywhere fast she doesn't yeah. drive everywhere. You just sprint. You're getting from here to Philadelphia in over an hour. Yeah, no, that's not fast. That's, just take the train Thank at that you. point. I thought Come I on. was crazy. No, no, no I completely agree. Agents. David, birthdays of the week. What's coming up here? So today, January 27th, Chris Collinsworth turns 64, an NFL analyst, and Patton Oswald is 54. On Saturday, Sarah McLaughlin, a singer, turns 55. Nick Carter celebrates his 43rd birthday, a singer from the Backstreet Boys. Jay Cole is 38 from Nobody's Perfect. Sunday is Tom Selleck, turns 78. Oprah Winfrey, 69. And Adam Lambert, 41. I think I knew all these people today. Same. I'm, I'm extremely That's proud of myself. Impressive. impressive for both you guys. And Allison, what's going on with WXVU? Or first, did you find the answer on oh, the shoes? I certainly did. You can place a <laughs> deposit for $50. They are ultimately $1,400, and you will get them by summer 2023. So they're not even fully available yet. But soon. But, but soon, if you have fourteen hundred dollars to spare, then yes. So next semester, when you want to be super quick than everyone else on campus, place your deposit today. Absolutely, yeah, to get your shoes by summer. Um, but what is going on with WXVU? We have a whole new lineup of shows for spring twenty twenty three, and it begins today on WXVU. We have twenty eight different shows scheduled from Villanova students and staff members, and the schedule will be posted soon on our website. And for the first time in our history, WXVU will be broadcasting Villanova women's basketball game. Uh, Jacob Arts and Zach Tipton of Sports Takes with Jake fame will have the call from the pavilion for the matchup against Marquette next Wednesday at 6.30 right here. Jacob and Zach will also have the call of the women's team games versus DePaul and Providence later in February. So very excited to hear them on the air. Awesome. And before that, before we go to break, everybody here at the WXVU family would like to extend our congratulations to Allison for being a Fulbright Scholarship semi Finalist. Oh Allison, congratulations. And Thank which you, country Glad. did you apply to? I hopefully, if I make it to the finals, will be going to Greece next year. Oh, so very, very exciting. Nice. And you're making me blush right now. <laughs> <laughs> and which program did you apply to? Was it the study program? The ETA. Or the ETA. So I would be an English teaching assistant in Greece. Very exciting. Well, we wish you the best of luck Thank and you guys. congratulations. Congratulations. As always. Uh, this is the Morning Roar on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. This is Owen Hewitt, host of the Ozone, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Vintage Flea Market features antiques, collectibles, vintage jewelry, fashion, and so much more. The flea market happens every Saturday and Sunday through April from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Village Flea Market is located at 270 West Swedesford Road in Berwyn. More information is available at philafleamarkets.org. The Villanova Leadership Program provides six different workshops on leadership tips and tricks, theories, and networking. Get Villanova Leadership certified and become a better leader. More information is available at villanova.edu slash VLP. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Friday, high of 40 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 30 for a low. A mix of sun and clouds on Saturday will warm up to 50. And for your Sunday, it'll be mostly cloudy, a high of 49. It 
It's the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Let's go to Allison with our Morning Roar news update. Yes, part two. In what could portend an important shift in plans to demolish a wooded area along with some historic buildings in Villanova, Lower Marion and Hartford Haverford officials have reached a tentative agreement for students to use the polo field in Bryn Mawr. Under the agreement, baseball and softball teams from Black Rock Middle School will have priority use of the fields on the polo field site. The polo field sits outside Lower Marion in the Bryn Mawr section of Haverford Township near County Line Road, East Railroad Avenue, and Penn Street. In December of 2018, the Lower Marion School District used eminent domain to take two properties in Villanova for playing fields. The school's district plans were to remove over 500 trees and demolish some of the historic buildings on the two sites. The planned demolition has led to protests from the community, including students and neighbors. Also, the results are in, and Netflix definitely dominated the Nielsen U.S. streaming charts for 2022, led by originals Stranger Things, Wednesday, and Ozark, as well as acquisitions like NCIS. Netflix took 11 of the top 15 spots on the overall streaming list and 13 spots among the streaming originals. Stranger Things came in at number one on both lists, with 52 billion minutes viewed across the 34 episodes of the series. Ozark came in at number two, and Wednesday at number three among originals. An impressive feat considering the new series only has eight episodes. Did anybody actually watch any of these shows? Of course I watched Stranger Things. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. So that one makes sense, but the rest of these I've literally... Who's watching Wednesday Adams? That's exactly what I'm I haven't met a single person who's watched Wednesday (laughs) Adams. I've only seen it on TikTok. I think it's like everyone's moms. Is that true? Or is it like children? I think it's everyone's moms and their little sisters. Mm, Is That that makes a lot of sense. This passion by Dom is Ed Sheeran passion. (laughs) (laughs) It's third. It's third. It's eight episodes. Stranger Things is like... A thousand episodes that are yeah. like two hours long. Like, here's the theory. Who's right? watching it? Is that like the Adams family? Probably. Like, that's our parents probably have all seen that movie. I guess. And then there's nothing Netflix won't rehash for a buck. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, yeah, Wednesday, let's make it. And then they probably wanted to like relive the nostalgia, and they just all ate it up. But yeah, I'm also surprised that it's what number two or number three. Three. Number three. I'm also surprised. What is that? Was about like a boring family? Isn't that what that's about? Um, I Has think, anybody seen that? No, I think it's actually about a money laundering family <laughs> oh. in Missouri. Oh, that's fun. So, so they're I, a little interesting. They're, they're definitely on the more interesting side, yeah. But also, did you guys see that stupid dance from Wednesday? Yes. Like, all over TikTok. Yes. I'm sorry. It's it is, so annoying. It is driving me insane. <laughs> Because first of all, Dom is over here. <laughs> Dom's like crying. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And everybody just keeps doing the same dance over and over again. And they're not even using the song from the show. I know. I found out like two days ago. So I don't know what's happening. I it's just driving me. I don't even me think absolutely. you can call it a dance because all no. they're doing is this. No. It's, it's so ridiculous. So lazy thriller. No, I can't exactly. wait for the next formal when I see somebody doing that. No. That'll be insanity. Um, but yeah. Wednesday. If Wednesday you've Adams. Watched, if so you've watched it. You know. We have beef with Wednesday Adams in that town in Nevada from like months ago. Thank you for that, everybody. Uh, next segment here. What would you do with an extra four hours each day? According to a poll, 60% of adults feel as though there isn't enough time in a day to get everything done that they need to do. But what if they had more time? According to the survey of 2,000 Americans, one in five would focus on projects or tasks they enjoy, while 28% would tackle more projects and bigger ones. 34% said they'd finish more chores, and 20% would use the time to get some extra sleep. And why do some people feel they need more sleep? Well, here are the things they said drain them of their energy the most. Cleaning, 33%. Preparing for events such as, you know, a holiday or visiting family is 28%. Your job is 28%. Financial responsibilities at 27%. Climate change and other environmental concerns, 26%. And taking care of my family, 24%. So, guys, what would you do with four extra hours a day, and what drains you in your college day-to-day life right now, and has it changed from last semester? David, let's go to you. Well, I would get more sleep for probably about three of the four hours, and then the extra hour I would listen to more Ed Sheeran, because why not? Um, absolutely. <laughs> Just go with a new song about a week ago. Um, but no, seriously, yeah, I think probably sleep would be the, the biggest part for me. 
Uh, definitely schoolwork, too, I think would definitely help. And I think what drains me most of the college days, so coincidentally, is, of course, schoolwork, as I'm sure everybody would Shocking. say, too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, driving is definitely something to the commute. But um, I, I think that four extra hours would definitely help a lot. Yeah. Allison? Oh, I'm 100% thinking? with David on sleep. I yeah. would just sleep. I work this week four, no, three days a week, and I would get up at like 8.30 to do that, and then Fridays we have the morning roar, so I Don't feel sleep. like I haven't slept in the past two weeks, and no. I would love some more time to sleep. <laughs> Dom, how about you? I mean, first of all, this list is bogus. <laughs> Taking care of your family is less than preparing for events. What events are you preparing for? Are you hosting like the Super Bowl? And I just, also I, taking care I of your family less this. than climate. But like, change? what's the difference between preparing for events and cleaning? Like, isn't that the same thing? Like, if you're hosting an event, you're cleaning your house. Well, some people clean more overlap. often than that. Well, I think that they're also. <laughs> <laughs> I think in a way they're preparing, like if it was for traveling, right? Uh, for all okay. this packing, so maybe yeah. not necessarily cleaning your oh, okay. own house, but getting ready to go see family. I still feel like job and taking care of family should dominate this category. 100%. I, I agree. Yeah, I think 100%. that. I think that cleaning should be lower, and I would love climate change to be as high as it is, but I just feel like realistically, it's not <laughs> in our world today. Wait, I um, didn't like that. I find it hard. Wait, to that's the more people. I would love. I would love. I would love for society to be that focused on climate change and fixing it, but it's unfortunately just not true. 26% of people are like, ah, climate change. Which is 2% more than people saying, ah, my kids. No, my my kids. My kid needs something. I'm too busy worrying about climate change right now. I can't take care of them. What would I do with four more hours? I don't know. Watch TV? Like, I I don't need four more hours. I don't need it. No, that's kind of where I'm at because yesterday I had so much work to do and I just sat around and watched TV. Yeah, so I, I feel like with four extra hours, I'd I'm watch Wednesday crap. Adams. I don't, know. I don't think maybe I'd go that be good. far. <laughs> no, doubt it. Maybe. <laughs> and I'd probably use it to sleep. Sleep yeah. is like the only logical option. I here. like I, I I have this theory. This is like Joe Rogan right now. I I think I don't think we need a seven or eight hours of sleep. I think if we Evolved as humans to only need like four, society would advance so I much. I have a question. What do you think evolution is? But I don't know. But I feel like we don't need that <laughs> you much. You think we could just like know. eventually only yes. need four hours? Yep. <laughs> That's a third of your life is spent sleeping. That's crazy. It's a bold take. It's crazy. A third of your life? I love my eight hours of sleep, Dom. Thank but you. Who is imagine if you hours. didn't need eight hours. Yeah, I didn't get eight no, hours last night. But on a good hours. day, on a good day, eight hours is a good day. I don't even think people on a good day are on a weekend. Eight I get uh, eight yeah, nobody gets eight hours anymore. I, it's like, like I, morning, if I get six I get and a half, I'm golden. Exactly. No, six oh, and on a weekday, six and a half. That's called evolution. We are evolving, Dom. Your kids only need your kids only need four hours of sleep. It's a new and MSC, ask, everybody. No, I do not study biology. Sleep study MSC hosted by Earth. This, by is, Dominic this is based on my thoughts and my thoughts alone. There's no science behind this. We're getting the unhinged Dom thoughts this morning. I it. went to bed like three. This is bad. <laughs> um, did you know? Oh, I'm about to butcher this name. Here we go. Uh, Maria... Branias Morenia of Spain, who was verified as being the oldest living person at 115 years and 326 days old, is an active Twitter user, according to Guinness World Records. The Spry Senior's Twitter bio reads, I'm old, very old, but not an idiot. And she frequently shares her words of wisdom on the social media platform with the help of her daughter. Would you really want to spend your days at age 115 on the cesspool that is Twitter? I did not. I'm looking for a Twitter right now. I'm looking for a Twitter right now. (laughs) I want. I want to know who is writing that in our production lineup here today. Cesspool that is Twitter. I mean, they're not wrong. Whoever wrote it at all, at all. And Dom, please follow her from the founder account. (laughs) (laughs) Tweeted her from the WSVU. I mean, she hasn't tweeted in six days. She active. Somebody I mean, that is somebody that check is on her. In the grand scheme of things, that is. She's one hundred and fifteen. Somebody go check on her. She's tweeted. She usually tweets every two days. It's been six. I would read them to you, but they're all in Spanish. So I can translate so I, if you read one. Oh, oh, come on, Dom. Let's hear that uh, Spanish language skills. I did come out take. Here. I did take up to intermediate two here. So. Oh come on, you then you should go to translate. <sighs> They're really long tweets. They're like paragraphs. All right, no, I'll read one. I'll read one. I'll read one. I'll find a short I one. I thought there was a character limit. No, she has like threads. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All right, here's one. Okay. Um, 
Feliz Anino, que es eh, a complexity. This might not be Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> is it Portuguese? Maybe yeah, it sounds so. like Portuguese. <laughs> this isn't Spanish. But, um, it seems Wait. like she's saying Happy New Year. Uh, there you Sure. Tom, I want you to read all the three, all the threads, because we have five minutes and a very important segment coming oh, up. Right. No, but no, it's fine. I want you to read. This is going to be a call for discussion. I, I, uh, basically, I'll summarize for her. Maria Brynes Maria says, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Maria. But somebody, if you're listening, please go check on her. She hasn't tweeted in six days, and I'm worried. Sounds good. Dom, it's time to go to you for our new okay. favorite segment, yeah. the Morning Roar <laughs> yeah. Mind it's, Bender. It's definitely my favorite it's been a segment because I get guys. Have a great weekend. So go much. Eagles. I will see you later yeah. <laughs> next Friday. <clears throat> okay, ready? I love the music. The, mu- the music is there. The music is fixed. <laughs> the music is perhaps my That's, least favorite it part. It should scare you. Let's say you have some black socks and brown socks in your bedroom drawer mixed in a four to five ratio. Four black socks to five brown socks. How many socks will you have to take out of your bedroom drawer to ensure you have a pair of the same color? So I'm going to start by giving some context here really quickly. I woke up this morning and I put this Eagles jersey on and, you know, I was thinking to myself about the weekend. I was like, you know, there's an Eagles game. Villanova yeah. is going to beat Providence at the Wells Fargo so Center. So you need to focus the on the e- Hold on, hold on. The Eagles, I'm getting there. David, the what color are, are your socks? <laughs> the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. And I said, I'm David, so excited. how many socks? I said, you know, it's a good Give day. Give me a number. I said, hold on, it's a good day today, right? You know, the commute wasn't too bad. I'm going to turn off your mic good. if you don't get to the socks. <laughs> I'm getting there. You're not getting but there. But then I realized, I said, everything was going great. Now I have a Spanish test today, whatever. Don't, but don't make me do this, David. Then I realized there's a mind bender on Morning Roar. Okay, so my day. It would just collapsed from there. Um, so I'm just going to say that I have no idea. Like last week, like, you know, I, I think I said, what did I say? A dollar? Was that what I said last dollar week? Ten. Dollar. Dollar ten. Like I, 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 I was being able to think through the question. I, I don't even know where to begin with this question. So, I am stuck at the word, let's say, or I'm stuck at the phrase, <laughs> let's say you have some black socks. Do, do you not have black socks? I don't. I don't know what socks. I do not have black socks. Oh, no, I may, like dress socks. Okay. Yeah, dress black socks. Yeah, but well, I, I, I do not have black socks on. No. It is genuinely not that hard. I don't get it. It's I not. have the answer and I don't get it. Really? Can somebody explain to me? Who, I, you, know, you guys both know the answer? Well, I told it's you at the beginning. And you courtesy guess. of me. Can so. I guess? Okay. Can I guess? Yeah, yes, please guess. Please. Okay, I'm going to say three. I, how three is, is the there correct you go. answer. But what yeah. if you get three? I had no socks, idea. Guys. Hold on, I want to talk hang to on, the camera He's talking to What did you say? That was a pure guess. What did you say? If you have three, if you pick out Oh, you only think you have three socks. Oh, that actually makes sense, I think. Never mind. I got it. Okay. I get it. As long as he gets it. There's only two colors. Once you pick three, there's got to be two of them. There one. has to be a pair. <laughs> you can pick two and get a pair, but if you pick two and you don't get a pair, then with that third one, you yeah, definitely you get a pair. What if you get three of the same color? Then you already have a pair. Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> How did <laughs> I become the fool of this? <laughs> whoever, whoever created that mind bender this week, thank you so much. Like, I, I want you to create the same one next it's week. It's from an IQ test, actually. Ah, <laughs> yeah. that hurts. Okay, so, okay, so Dom, so we're switching this. Dom next week is the one on the on the spotlight, so I can wake up and enjoy my Friday morning next yeah, week. Yeah, definitely. I knew. God, that stinks. I'm a bad Friday now. <laughs> Turns out I'm an idiot. Ruined the day. We got to keep a running tally of who, who, who's the fool of the week, the who's current fool of the week on the mind bender. Right now, it's David to Dom one to one going forward here. But we're going to be taking a quick break right now on the morning roar. Stay tuned. I'm Katie Farmer, the host of Eclectica, and you're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. Are you not sleeping well? Are your energy levels all over the place? Have you been feeling down? Adding daily exercise into your routine might be just what you need. Exercising regularly has been found to enhance sleep, stabilize energy levels, and ease feelings of depression. A 10-minute walk or a quick workout in your room can still give you the benefits of exercise. Villanova's Office of Health Promotion and its program, Thrive 365, provide an abundance of helpful information regarding exercise and easy ways to add activity into your busy routine. In the know with Nova Nurses. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU 89.1 The Roar. 
WXVU is honored to have been nominated for five 2022 to 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcast System Media Awards, including Best College Radio Station. Also receiving nominations were Chris Kokinos' interview with Kaylee Brendel as Best News Interview, and through the WXVNU Health Partnership, graduate student Alex Hudson's podcast, Ring the Alarm, as Best Public Affairs Program. Winners will be announced in February at the annual IBS Conference in New York City. WXVU thanks you, our loyal listeners, for all of your support that make this kind of recognition possible. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Friday, high of 40 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 30 for a low. A mix of sun and clouds on Saturday will warm up to 50. And for your Sunday, it'll be mostly cloudy, a high of 49. This is the Morning Roar right here on WXPU 89.1 FM, The Roar. And, well, I could tell you all from my own experience, one of the greatest student organizations here on Villanova's campus is our mock trial team. The team competes in several tournaments throughout the academic year, including on the weekend of February 4th. Here to talk about mock trial are Patrick Riss, the mock trial team president, and Erica Marchianti, the mock trial vice president. Patrick is a senior philosophy major, while Erica is a senior studying political science. Now, Patrick, well, first of all, both of you, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having us. Of course. Yes, thank you. We're very excited to be here. Now, Patrick, can you give us a rundown of how the mock trial team typically operates here at Villanova? Like, uh, what is it? I'd love to, Chris. First, I just want to say you've got a great voice for radio. Oh, thanks, Pat. So, really appreciate it. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, well, the team operates entirely student-run. Uh, we have two teams, typically, that we send to competitions, like the one coming up in February 4th and 5th, about 10 members per team. And typically what that looks like is we just sort of get together in Tolentine, unfortunately, <laughs> on Mondays and Wednesdays for about two hours, and we sort of just brainstorm, write content, tear each other's stuff to shreds, and try to make it better. So I guess what I should have asked first is, what is mock trial then? I mean, a great question. Great <laughs> question. Mock trial at the collegiate level is a competition that schools across the country participate in. Essentially, there's sort of a fake case that this company or organization writes up. And it's like a story, essentially, with a list of like facts of like what happened. And you pretty much just sort of read through the case and you have to sort of prepare witnesses to sort of make a fake trial or a mock trial, as the name suggests. And essentially, you just sort of make crazy characters and kind of argue whatever you want. Some strategies work better than others, but you always try to have a good time and make people laugh. This is for Erica. Erica, what made you want to get involved with mock trial? So I actually didn't do mock trial in high school. I know a lot of people like on the team did, but I actually saw a post about mock trial on the Facebook page, which I don't even think we do anymore, but I guess yeah. it was good advertising. And I saw that they had a basketball team named Ball and Order, and I thought it was really funny. But I also was just like really attracted to like the team aspect of the whole thing because like I was involved in like ethics debate team in high school, and I feel like after high school it's hard to like find anything like that so it just really like felt like a family from the beginning and I had absolutely no idea what was going on in the beginning because they were saying things like objection and I had only watched like the OJ Simpson documentary so that was kind of my extent of law but I'm really glad I joined and I think it's a good club because you can kind of start from the bottom and work your way up that's great uh Patrick same question for you what made you want to get involved with mock trial well, unlike Erica, I have a pretty story tradition <laughs> within the organization. I started off in high school. Uh, shout out to Westmore's Mendham High School for all you listening. Uh, I had a great time with it. I mean, I was pretty good, so I thought, why not continue in college? And so I did. It was a little bit smaller when I got here. I think a few years before my time, the club sort of uh, died. 
So it was a burgeoning organization. I got in relatively close to the ground, and ever since then I've been helping build it up to the uh, Goliath that it is today, you know? <laughs> That's great, Patrick. Thank you. So can either of you talk about the regional tournament coming up and what kind of case you will be presiding over? Sure. So our regional competition is February 4th and 5th, and we're traveling all the way to Penn State. Wow. Yeah, shout out to our van drivers. <laughs> um, and our case is about a pilot named Reese, and Reese crashed the plane he was flying and killed his only passenger. Allegedly. Alle- yes. Well, no, no, that's not alleged. <laughs> He's the plane definitely, definitely crashed. Yeah, the plane definitely crashed. And the plaintiff is arguing that it was negligent for whatever reason, and the defense argues pretty much anything you want. Like, the engine failed, a firework hit the plane because it's 4th of July, or like he had some kind of like medical emergency that caused the plane to crash. So it's really about trying to imagine what's going on inside of the plane, which is obviously difficult to do since no one survived the crash, and trying to figure out if he was actually responsible for it. So, Patrick, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but either of you, what kind of preparation goes into this specific regional tournament? Right. So, like I was saying before, we try to meet two times a week at a bare minimum, usually Mondays and Wednesdays. But the closer we get to competition, we ramp that up a little bit. We have additional Friday practices. We scrimmage and work with other schools when we can. So building up to a big tournament like this where it's sort of a knockout phase we're doing anywhere between you know 8 to 12 hours of work a week and that's you know writing content running trying to memorize it edit the best we can and we just try to get in sort of the best position we can for regionals so everything comes naturally and we don't have to really think about what we're doing also the case packet is about 200 pages long and you have to like read and pretty much have like a good idea of the whole thing especially if you're an attorney Mm -hmm. and that in itself can involve like weeks of just reading and highlighting now erica you mentioned a few theories that could be happening at this regional tournament which one is your team doing specifically i don't know if you want to reveal that on the air i don't know if any of our competitors are listening but if you would classify (laughs) yeah If our competitors are listening, I feel like they deserve to know. If you've gone this deep into the Villanova mock trial lore, like, I'll just tell you. So our team is doing that Reese had a retinal stroke on the plane, which Mm -hmm. is basically just like a stroke in your eye. And he was taking this, like, non-existent drug, like it's a fictional drug called Fullerton, that apparently significantly significantly increased the odds of him having this retinal stroke. And while he's in the plane, he says things like, I can't see, which is like, you go blind when you have a retinal stroke. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going with. It just kind of seemed like the most doable option. Defense is always hard because the case is kind of stacked against us. We can only imagine how well-spoken he must be from his production here at the Roar. But can either of you speak on Chris Kokinas' expertise as a mock trial member? I can feel that question. You know, I got to tell you, uh, when I heard that Chris was sort of responsible for, you know, putting together at least a part of the show, I wasn't surprised. He's a natural speaker. He's got charisma through the roof. He's just a great guy to be around. And he's got that, he's got that Midwestern charm you can't help but love. <laughs> So, you know, in mock trial, he's, he's doing everything. You know, he's doing wacky characters. He's bringing out Oscar-worthy performances on the stand as a sort of bitter defendant who lost his best friend. You know, he's helping out whenever he can, and he's, I'm not even joking, he's a real asset to our team, and we could not do as well as we have without him. Chris, thank you for writing that question. I did not write that question. That is the first time I'm seeing that question. He, he actually wrote the answer too. Patrick. I did. I did. We have a script in front of us. <laughs> okay, so do either of you see yourselves getting involved in the judicial system uh, in your career as a result of this experience with mock trial? You want to start, Pat, considering you're the most connected to it right now? Well, I am planning on attending law school. Whether I burn out or not, we'll find out. But uh, that's definitely the trajectory as of now my career path is going. I don't know if I would necessarily like litigate or want to be a judge. But the area of law, broadly speaking, I'm a big fan of. 
Yeah, I think arguing with people in a courtroom is like the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> so I definitely want to try to do it. I'm trying to take a gap year. So like hopefully be like a paralegal and like then come back to law. I also think criminal law is really interesting. We had a criminal case last year. This, this year is civil. But I think it's super interesting. And it's also cool as someone that's like not really aggressive in like their everyday life to like come on and like yell at people. I think it's really fun. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I wish the best of luck to both of you in Thank your you. future careers. And uh, a final question for the two of you. How can a Villanova student get involved with mock trial next season? Well, um, show up at Tolan time Monday or Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. and just join. Yeah. In all actuality, you can probably reach out to us on like VU groups or something <laughs> or at the career fair. Or the uh, activity fair, rather, mm -hmm. when we do it in, like, what, August, September? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whenever that is. You got it. Also, I recommend joining, like, pretty much as soon as you can because it's really hard to join in, like, November because we kind of have to make our teams really fast. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you to both Patrick Riss and Erica Marchianti, the president and vice president of Villanova Mock Trial. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank You're you. welcome. And let's wish good luck to our mock trial team. In just one week, they're going to be heading to the Happy Valley at Penn State University to take on some of the best teams in the country in the American Mock Trial Association Regional Tournament. We're going to be taking a quick break. This is The Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Hi everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. This is your reminder. If you've been prescribed antibiotics, be sure to finish them as prescribed by your healthcare provider, even if you start to feel better. Finishing the full course of antibiotics prevents the growth of drug-resistant germs, reinfection, and worsening symptoms. In the know with Nova Nurses, this message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. On Tuesday, January 31st, two leaders in the field of Catholic-Jewish dialogue, Philip Cunningham and Adam Gregerman, will explore the legacy of the Catholic Church in addressing anti-Semitism and fostering Jewish-Catholic relations. This is the inaugural event in the new annual Faith and Dialogue Symposium and is sponsored by the Office of the President in collaboration with Villanova's Interfaith Advisory Council. The event will take place January 31st from 4 to 7 p.m. inside the Villanova Room at the Connolly Center. Registration for the event is available by visiting villanova.edu and accessing the Campus Ministry section of the website. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Friday, high of 40 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 30 for a low. A mix of sun and clouds on Saturday will warm up to 50. And for your Sunday, it'll be mostly cloudy, a high of 49. Eagles fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. One, two, three. Hit them low. Hit them high. And watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. To victory. We E A G L E S Eagles. I don't think. Yeah, we butchered that. We, we absolutely. So, if anyone at the that. Performing Arts Center would like to uh, acquire my or Dom or anybody here, Chris Allison's wonderful voice, you can contact us at WXVU on Twitter. Chris. I'll take responsibility for that. I, yeah, I, I, I messed up the beginning. I didn't. I wasn't on cue. Usually, they have the lyrics right up on the screen. And when to say them? Uh, well, this is not the link. Though. I know. I thought it was. I'm sorry. And I'll Allison, take... sorry. We practiced beforehand. You must have been a little shocked. Going I was that. a little shocked when the music started playing and Tom started singing. I've never even been to a football game, let alone heard well, this song. Well, get right. If you guys are going Sunday, I mean, it's. I don't. I can't even imagine how it's going to be Sunday. It's going to be a madhouse. Like for Villanova students, and then. 
So yeah, let's well, well, talk about the sports. Well, it's gonna, go right it's into it, great. I thought, was, I thought this was taps for a second. That's about a salute. <laughs> it's like taps. <laughs> David. NFL conference championships. NFL. Okay. Um, let's talk about it, man. The Eagles defeat the 49ers. That is an unbiased Correct. opinion. Uh, but no, seriously, I think they're the better team. They have the better quarterback yep. in Jalen Hurts. Uh, and I think the Bengals defeat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think it's I like Bengals, it. Eagles. It's going to be a tough Super Bowl. I know that a lot of people want to see Andy Reid yeah. uh, and the Eagles Big compete. Red. But uh, I think it's going to be the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Uh, against the Eagles. Yeah, apparently Mahomes has a broken ankle too, and apparently he's going to play on it. I did not hear about the broken ankle. That's what I just heard. That's that rumored. I don't know if it's injury. true. I keep seeing that. Apparently he's going to play on it. But I, I like your matchup. I like Eagles, Bengals in the Super Bowl, and I like this us over the Bengals there too. I mean, I think we're their all-around better team. I think we're the all-around best team in the NFL, defensively, offensively. Our offensive and defensive lines are probably both the best in the league. I mean, there's no really question surrounding that. We're a better team. So, so oh, go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. I was, was going to Chris, please. No, no, By all means, I, 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 as the only hey, hey. unbiased sports fan here. Sorry, well, Allison. I, I was just going to ask: Should we start greasing the polls now? They well, already if, have. If they win on Sunday. Yes, well, they have already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like, if downtown they have barriers and they have already greased the polls. Because same thing, like when, when they I mean, of course, when series. you win the whole thing, it yeah. is. But when you make the berth to the finals, I mean, look, if Philadelphia has a team in the MLS Cup, the World Series, and the Super Bowl, and we don't come away with one win. Very sad. That so we need this. And the NBA ever, Finals We're coming second up. second city. Chris, Chris, Chris who, uh, who jumped the Bucks the other day? Oh, Chris? Take it easy. Chris? Take it easy. All who right. jumped over oh, the Bucks in the We're standings? Like half a game back from you guys. All right. Take it easy. We just see you guys. The That's loser energy, Chris. Oh. <laughs> Wait for the playoffs. <laughs> We're a playoff team. All right. Chris Middleton, he's back. He's better than ever. We're 76ers. They're a joke of a team. But Villanova Weekend Sports Preview. What's going on with the Wildcats here, guys? David will be in the midst of a sports apocalypse in South Philly on Sunday. I still have the call with Stephen Kane of the 10 and 10 men's team matchup against number 23 Prav at 12 p.m. at the Wells Fargo Center. Then the 18 and 3 women's basketball team, meanwhile, is the winner of nine straight, ranked 21st in the country, second in the Big East, and has a huge matchup at fifth ranked number one in the Big East. UConn Sunday at 2:30, packed up Sunday. Maddie Seagrass is the goat. David, how excited are you for Sunday, dude? I am super excited. Yeah, I am very, very excited. It's a, it's a full pack day. You know, you have Villanova. Even the, the so, uh, if anybody is going to the game, you're going to want to get there early because oh, yeah. the uh, yeah. the East uh, Food Hall at the Wells Fargo Center opens at ten, uh, and the rest of the gates open at ten thirty. And as a reminder, if you didn't know, uh, last week when the Wings played at the Wells Fargo Center, of course. many people bought tickets to go to the Wings mm-hmm. game so they could tailgate in the Wells Fargo Center lot for the Eagles game. So I would imagine the same will be done for this Villanova basketball game uh, this weekend so people can get into the Wells Fargo Center yeah. parking lot. So you're going to want to arrive early. Gates open at 10.30. I will be there setting up bright and early, getting ready for this matchup. And then the NFC Championship across the street. And, of course, the Villanova women's team playing at 2.30. So if you have two TVs, if you're lucky enough, you're going to want to have the Eagles on one and the Villanova women's team on yeah. the other. It's a huge game it's against UConn. Steve, this is, this is, this is Steve's... Yeah, this will be Steve's broadcasting debut. debut. Yeah. Oh, I went to yeah. high school with Steve. Okay. It was St. Joe's Prep Proud. St. Joe's Prep. WSJP, he was the vice president when I was the president. Great broadcaster, even better person. Just want to give a shout-out to Steve Kane. He does a lot of work for us when we're doing our broadcasts. Um, so shout-out to Steve Kane. He's going he's gonna to kill it on Sunday with you, David. Awesome. Now, guys, what is our predictions for the game on Sunday? For the men's team. We're winning both. We're going to win both. both. Win both. Philadelphia's going to have a sweep. Philadelphia, in quotes, Villanova as well, will have a sweep. Villanova is a Philadelphia school. Yeah, it is. 100%. Um, David. That's a very heated. I didn't think that was as heated of a question until I got to Ask anybody from St. Joe's. If you ask anybody St. Joe's, St. Joe's, which is only half in but Philadelphia, yeah, as quiet which as is only capped, as quiet half as in Philadelphia, likes to claim that they're a Philadelphia school and likes to make sure we know that we're not. But um, nobody knows about St. Joe's because they stink at everything. So. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, My sister um, went there, by the way. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I do think that both Villanova basketball teams uh, win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bull take here. I really do. I think yeah. that the women's team is due for a very big game. I, they haven't played like a top 15 team since Iowa State. Yeah. But going back to that game, they ended that game really well. Like I mean, the they first, could, yeah, like the they first, killed Creighton like yeah, recently. And exactly. Creighton yeah. I think was third in the Big yeah. East. Or so four. I think they, they've kind of been building momentum since that second half. Uh, against Iowa State, and I think it's leading up to this uh, big game against UConn. And for the men's team, 
Uh, Providence is very good. Very, very good. Uh, but Villanova's catching up in the Big East standings. It's quiet as it is. Yeah. UConn continues to fall. I don't know how they're still ranked as high as they are. I know it's because of the fact that you know they were so good. Yeah, they yeah. were so good in the beginning of the season, but I don't know how they're still ranked. Uh, but I think Villanova has a good chance, of course, uh, you know, beating St. John's on Friday. I think they have a good chance to win both. I think it's going to be a close game, though, in both coming down to the wire. Now, guys, didn't Maddie Segris break a... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I, 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 talk about that. Yeah, she's, I, I believe, the all-time leading scorer in Villanova history, yes. men and women. She passed yes. Shelly Penfather. Yep. Uh, if you guys don't know, does everybody know Shelly Penfather's like, story? There's no. a little ESPN 10-minute video about her. It's really, really cool. But anyway, was a player here. Uh, and they could have went to play in I, I, like Europe or Japan or something like that. Made a lot of could have made a lot of money. Decided to go to some order of nuns where she takes like a vow of silence and poverty. She can only get visitors every, once every like ten years. I I watched the whole documentary. It's really interesting. But anyway, she passed Shelly Penafather, um, which is really cool. And now she is the Villanova goat of scoring. That's what I like to hear. Yep. Thank you, David and Dom, for our sports roundup here. Allison, what is going on in the music industry? Yeah, certainly. You guys have no idea how peaceful it feels to not be a football fan. It's so nice. (laughs) But in music news, Bad Bunny and Lizzo are among the first round of performers announced for the Grammys on February 5th. Also scheduled are fellow nominees Mary J. Blige, Brandi Carlisle, Luke Combs, Steve Lacey, Kim Petras, and Sam Smith. Additional performers will be announced, perhaps Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Absolutely. Uh, Miley Cyrus's Flowers has become her first ever song to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. The self-empowerment anthem, which many have speculated about, is about her relationship with Liam Hemsworth, is Cyrus's first Billboard number one since Wrecking Ball in 2013. And Dave Matthews Band announced a new album and a summer tour. Their 10th album, Walk Around the Moon, will drop May 19th, and their North American tour begins May 9th in Mexico, running through September 3rd. Their new single, Madman's Eyes, is out now. Is this the new Miley Cyrus? Yeah, song? I yeah this is it. This is, it, right? this is yes. a really good song. I've only seen it on TikTok. Like Wrecking Ball was okay, but this I like the song. <laughs> so, David, I gotta ask, what would you do for Ed Sheeran to be oh, one great. of the performers? At I, the you know, I still have not. I'm okay. Uh, real, hold on. Real take here. Um, <laughs> I am disappointed in myself because I have not gotten Ed Sheeran tickets yet to the link. <gasps> for shame. I have oh, not. I have not purchased them yet, but it is. It is in my go plan me to get them. Uh, and the prices continued to fall, which is very surprising because we all know top tier artists, you know, number one artists oh, in yeah. the world. Oh, so I'm a little surprised that it's falling a little bit. Uh, but maybe it's because, you know, everybody wants to watch the Phillies that weekend, which, hey, I'm all for. Uh, but definitely, I think that um, I, I, Ed Sheeran Grammys would be would be really exciting. Definitely. But yeah, Got to get those tickets, you know. I'll keep everybody updated. Hopefully by next Friday. Yeah, make sure you give us an update next week. Thank you, David. Thank you, Allison, for our music news. So now let's go to Dom for what's happening at the yep. movie theaters this weekend. So first movie coming out is called Fear, a horror mystery. A year into a, a pandemic, a group of friends gather to stay at the historic Strawberry Lodge. What was supposed to be a celebratory weekend quickly turns into a nightmare as the truth about the historic lodge slowly, slowly unravels in front of them. No rating on Rotten Tomatoes yet. After that, Shotgun Wedding, an action comedy on Amazon Prime about a couple who has planned the perfect destination wedding for friends and family, only to find everything going off the rails when a group of criminals takes everyone hostage. That has Jennifer Lopez, Josh Dumel, and Jennifer Coolidge in it. That is 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Guys, do movies suck nowadays? Like, do, What yeah. are these two no, movies? I, I think we're just finding the worst movies to talk about here. I think I think all the good movies come out in like late December, early January when we are when we don't have shows, obviously. Yeah. And I think we're left with Fear and Shotgun Wedding as the two movies we have to talk about. I don't think Dom has ever liked no, a movie that I'm is very strict. <laughs> Oscar nominations are out. I will say I have seen, I think, four out of the ten Oscar nominated Best Picture, so... I am a movie connoisseur. <laughs> he is a movie snob. None of these movies... None of them are up to my standards. Standard. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, to 37... be fair, 37% is kind of brutal. Jennifer Coolidge, I mean, she's great in Legally Blonde. Is that your... Uh, our guys are still back here. Do you guys love Legally Blonde? Oh my! They've both never seen Legally Blonde. Oh, it's fantastic! It's such a it's good like my movie. movie. You guys, that's your. I'm allowed to give you guys assignments since you guys came on the radio. Yeah. Go watch Legally Blonde. <laughs> what? What about it? It is great. Avatar to have a lot 2 was nominated for Best Picture. Congrats, Avatar 2. Just passed, I think, Endgame or Infinity War for highest grossing. One of the two. Two billion. 
Two million dollars. Wow. Has anyone seen it here? Nope. Oh, I've seen well, it. Well, yeah, I assume you've seen it. You've seen that in Ellie oh, you've seen it? And you want to be a lawyer? How did you sit through it? <laughs> Come on. Wasn't it, like it was like eight hours long? It was three and a half hours <laughs> long. It was do insanity. That? But I can't sit through it. I saw it. I saw it. It was so good. It was outstanding. Really? No, that's what everyone who sees it says. But like the entire time. I can't see it. I don't think I can sit down for three and a half hours. I was really reluctant to see it because my dad's like, Come on, let's go see it. I'm like, it's like three and a half hours long. Yeah. PD, Mr. Coquinos. He was like, come on, let's go see it. I'm like, oh, God, it's three and a half hours long. But I went to see it and not bored the entire time. Really? Entertained for the entire wow. length of the movie. I don't even think I could say that about Endgame. And that was also three yeah, hours long. So, but maybe we need to talk about better movies on here, like Avatar 2. We do. I'll tell Nick to get on it. Yeah, because Fear and Shotgun Come on, running. Nick. I don't... I don't... <laughs> embarrassing, frankly. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's going to see those movies. I haven't even heard about these no, movies. No, they also stop. They need to stop making movies about the pandemic. Oh, yeah. No. No, Everyone's we're not ready for it. Like, no one wants know. to see that. I don't want to know. I don't want to be reminded. It'll be cool, like, 30 years down the line when we're it's all, like, soon, 60. Though. It's too soon, yeah. And then we're like, oh, my God, I remember that. And our kids are like, wow, that's <laughs> so cool, Mom. And no, like, no, it but wasn't. not now. No. <laughs> not now. TV shows are doing seasons, like, I set know. in the pandemic. Yeah, I no. no, we should. Please. that shouldn't exist in TV and movie. That shouldn't exist. We should ignore that. Definitely not. All right, David, what are our national days of the week this week? So today is Thomas Crapper Day in honor of the man who invented the toilet flush mechanism on the anniversary of his death in 1910. Today is also Fun at Work Day because experts say when we enjoy our work, we're more productive. And it's also Vietnam Peace Day observed on the anniversary of the 1973 peace deal signed in Paris that brought an end to America's then longest war. Tomorrow is Daisy Day. Now, I'm not going to lie at first for some reason. I know it's a flower, but I thought of the sour cream at first, and I don't know. I thought why. of Mario character. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Dom. I'm okay, with Mario okay. Character. I don't know why. I just I thought of sour cream. Okay. Anyway, uh, blueberry pancake day is also tomorrow, and uh, the 28th of January is also data privacy day to raise wow. awareness about the importance of protecting your personal info online. And Sunday, also known as Eagles Day, is Puzzle Day, celebrating one of our all-time favorite pastimes. So that first one's got to be a joke, right? No, Thomas Crapper Day. No, he I've heard, I've heard his name before, mechanism. but I, I, I don't like. I it. wanted to make sure that I was like reading that right when I first kind of read through it. <laughs> I, I feel Some like of exactly. one of those one of those letters has to be silent in there. <laughs> We're about to get yelled at. We're about to get show. fined by the <laughs> radio association. All right, Dom. What are the uh, results of our Twitter sorry. poll today? I have to exit out of my Ava uh, Catalina. Twitter, all in Spanish. Oh, you're right. From you're earlier. Right. Of course, yeah. Let's find out. And just to remind everybody, it was on what your superpower, yep. or Here what we your go. favorite superpower is. Which superpower like would you like to have? Yep. Right now, only a couple votes. One for teleportation, another one for flying, and then my vote is still for invisibility. Oh, no, we've updated. 25% for mind reading, 25% for teleportation, 50% for flying. So flying, taking slight, slight, slightly for flying. Invisibility still has one vote, that's though, in such, the comments. That's such the common answer, though. Like, I feel like oh, when you ask, even when you ask, like, a like a kid, they're like, oh, I want to fly. You know what I mean? I, I Nothing it's against not, it. It's not. I just, better I ones. like the idea of better. teleportation. I think, like, mind reading is interesting, but as we talked about before, like, being able to know everybody's thoughts about you is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and invisibility would definitely be interesting i don't know if it would be like They're the better. best one to so, have wait but just to clarify you just want invisibility to steal stuff i don't know that's all it's for <laughs> i like to sneak i don't know <laughs> just sneak. who are you sneaking up on <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> well when you when i when it's 10 or 8 a.m next friday and you guys don't see me and i just start talking i'm invisible and you'll be like wow he did he's he's invisible. Here. you're <laughs> the mind bender next week don he's you're invisible. the mind bender Oh, true, yeah. The score one to one for our mind bender next week. We got to see who else joins the Fool of the Week board. <laughs> but I think flying, I think that's the best one. I mean, you get to see the world from above. Take a plane, Chris. Be on a plane. Yeah, but this one you get to feel the wind in your hair. I mean, come on, David. I know you want to do. You're gonna get bugs in your mouth, dude. (laughs) I don't think there's that many bugs when you're like in the clouds, dude. (laughs) That's birds. I don't know. Uh, I feel like there's better things than flying. Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like flying or teleportation, you're going to choose flying because you get the journey. Teleportation, I think, like, would come more You can handy. go to anywhere at any point in you time. You could teleport. Part of it. You I could teleport. Teleportation think... has to be strictly place. 
because otherwise it's time traveling. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't count that. Well, then I would say time travel. Then that's my answer. That, but teleportation, time travel. Okay. Thanks, David. Thanks, Dom, uh, for our Twitter poll results. And just a reminder that the VU Women in Tech Conference happens tomorrow at the Inn at Villanova. And you can still register at VUWomenInTech.org. And last but certainly not least, I accidentally missed it last week, so got to give extra emphasis to it this week. The Deep Thought of the Week. The foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. What is that? Uh, yeah. Anybody got anything on that? <laughs> yep. That's that's the mind bender, actually. That's the mind bender. I've got no idea what that even means. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, where are we getting these from? I don't know, guys. Like fortune cookie, like <laughs> <laughs> papers. Every time that Nick orders Chinese yeah, takeout, he's he like, jots it down. There's the deep thought of the week right there. Put it on. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week for the morning roar. David, Dom, good luck to the Eagles this weekend. Hopefully we'll be seeing them in the Super Bowl, but it is a Philadelphia sports team, so I'm expecting a choke this week. I, I just want to know who won a Super Bowl more recently, the Packers or the Eagles? Oh, take it easy. Come on, man. <laughs> and remember, Chris, what? Sixers on top of the Bucks right now. That's not going to mean anything. Go Eagles. Happy weekend, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Roar, and make sure you tune in next week on Friday, same time, 8 a.m., right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. Have a great weekend, everybody.